Good day everyone. This is Pastor Tom of New Life Santa Rosa. I would like to let you know that we are so blessed that you take some time to listen to the series of teaching of the Word of God. We pray that this will bless you and that this will make a difference in your life. This week, just as we've said, we're going to be talking about God's divine economic plan. Kasi kung walang economic plan ang Panginoon sa kanyang pamilya, sa kanyang kaharian, Walang mangyayari sa atin dito. Magiging parehas lamang tayo sa mga taong walang Kristo at walang Panginoon sa kanilang mga buhay. So, of course, siguro naman ay naintindihan natin na ang ekonomiya ng Panginoon, ayokong sabihin ng ekonomiya ng Panginoon ang siyang salungat sa ekonomiya ng sanlibutan. Gusto kong sabihin na ang ekonomiya ng sanlibutan ang siyang salungat sa ekonomiya ng Panginoon. Ako'y naniniwala, I mean, I hope and I pray that this will not just be a mind study because really, I believe that we, we are going to do a lot of dismantling. Sabihin nyo nga, dismantling. We're going to do a lot of... What did you say? Debriefing. We have, we're going to do a lot of unlearning because I believe the greatest, one of the greatest hindrances to living a true prosperous life is yung ating dating mindset. I mean, napag-usapan natin na ang children of Israel ay nakawala na sa, Isa- I mean, sa Egypt, pero ang Egypt ay hindi pa rin nakawala sa kanila. I mean, as a matter of fact, we live our life based on what we have. Nakikita natin. When we are not supposed to live our life that way. Ang ating conversation. I mean, we hear a message after message which are messages of faith and actually revelation knowledge. But then again, pagkatapos noon, we still talk the same way. Now, I believe there's nothing that I can do to change your mouth. Not until you change your mind. Because when you, when you begin to dismantle the stronghold of the enemy, when you begin to pull down the stronghold of the enemy, I don't think that there will be something else, something else that will be left behind that will still hinder you from living the life that God has intended for you. I mean, sometimes we think that our greatest enemy is the devil, but I don't, I don't consider him as the greatest enemy anymore. I mean, he's a defeated fool. Why would he even... Why would he even become greatest enemy when he already is a defeated? I mean, kung titingnan mo ang kanyang record, I mean, he did not win any battle against God. And so why would he even win against me? God inside of me. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. So we're going to be doing a lot, a lot of dismantling. I know many of you may have been to lots of financial, economic seminars, conferences, but... It's different when you go to the Word of God. Ako, ako gusto kong, I mean, thank God for our friends who come to teach us concerning finances. And in fact, mga lisensyadong, anong tawag sa kanila? Lisens- financial advisor. Financial advisors, investment solicitors. I mean, of course, we honor them 
sa kanilang mga pinag-aralan, sa kanilang mga... But there's nothing like when you are prospering God's way. Not the world's way. Not the secular's way. Not even a corporate way. Hallelujah. And so there has to be lots of dismantling. There has to be lots of pulling down. I mean, we're going to be destroying many things that have been established in our minds. Are you ready? You see, I don't want to think that I'm going to prosper because I have this business. I don't want to think that I'm going to prosper because I have, you see, I have studied in the best business school in the world. Because I tell you, that's not the basis ng prosperity ng Panginoon. That's not the basis ng yung economic plan ng Panginoon. I mean, these are what the world are pursuing. I mean, really, wala naman talagang masama na ikaw ay mag, magkaroon ng karagdagang kalaman. Pero ang problema kasi, kung hinahayaan natin ang sanlibutan o tao ang nagbibigay ng kaalaman sa atin, ang hindi natin namamalayan, ito'y unti-unting naglalayo sa atin sa kamalayan sa kung sino ang Diyos sa buhay natin. I mean, I want God to be everything to us, which He already is, but I want God to be everything in our church. I want Him to be everything. I mean, really, a classic example is Joseph. I mean, he, is, he was in a foreign land. A land that cannot be considered as his own. A stranger did not even have the know-how. Didn't know how, didn't know how to lead. Hindi mas lalo nang don't know how to prosper. And yet, the only thing, makikita natin sa Bible, that the only reason why he prospered and everything around him prospered and even the entire nation had prospered, there's only but one thing na pwede mong sabihin. The Lord was with him. Now, if the Lord can prosper Joseph in a difficult times, do you think that God can do the same thing with you? Seven years of famine and seven years of abundance. Actually, he, if the Lord was not with him during the days of famine, he could never have experienced the seven years of abundance. I, I believe he had learned this from his father, Jacob. I mean, he was working for his uncle who became his father-in-law but it was not the reason why he prospered in fact dinadaya pa siya ng kanyang father-in-law pero lumabas na si Jacob had become more prosperous economically stable than Laban himself I mean this is the kind of prosperity I mean this is Old Testament people if, that, if this can happen to Old Testament people, how much more to the New Testament? I mean, the Bible says we are established in a better covenant than those who are in the old. I mean, we have better promises. Our covenant is much better. So, kung ito'y nangyari nung dating tipan, bakit hindi ngayon? 
Why, why do we, why even the church is struggling to make ends meet? I could not think of any church today, modern day church today, that in the middle of the pandemic had spent millions of money, not only for their own facility and projects, but even helping other ministries. In the time of pandemic, and, and they still have more money to give. In fact, I was, I, I'm watching them, observing them. I mean, the Lord would speak thousands upon thousands or even tens of thousands. I mean, kinukuha kagad. I couldn't. Are they still putting their money in the bank? Which really, I mean, there is a warning to the body of Christ today that there might be, I mean, there might be a bank run, there might be a bank freeze that we could no longer get our money. That's why we have, kailangan magtago natin. Kailangan, kailangan mayroon tayong mga safe, mayroon tayong mga baol sa ating mga tahanan. Because pag nagkaroon, pag nangyari ng ganun, I mean, you could no longer, hindi ka na makaka-transact sa bangko dahil everything is down. Which, of course, we heard, we heard, we heard an advice from our friend. I mean, don't, don't put lots of your money or all of your money in, in the bank. Make sure you have money on hand. And really, I mean, that's, I've seen that's what they're doing. They need, they need a brand new equipment. And they would pay it in full. I mean, they're working on their astroturf. Na para bagang tunay na grass. And they're spending, and then after that, they will set up brand new sound system would cost them millions upon millions. I mean, you would be surprised. Where are they getting the money? How are they able to do that in the midst? I mean, people can simply acquire or build when the economy is doing fine. I don't want like that. Ayoko nang ganun eh, na nagagawa mo ang gusto mong gawin dahil maayos ang panahon. Maganda ang takbo ng ekonomiya. Gusto ko na nakakabili tayo, nakakapagtayo tayo, nakapamimigay tayo sa panahon na everybody else is keeping their money. I mean, hoarding everything they have. Because that is true prosperity and, and that is true economic plan para sa church. But it's not even going to happen if we are not going to dismantle Nang ating economy is relying on whatever economic situation there is in the world. At palagi natin binabasa ang stock exchange. Palagi natin binabasa ang although wala tayo ditong Wall Street. I mean, palagi natin tinitingnan. I mean, hindi sa masama tumingin doon. Pero kung ikaw ay tao, babae, lalaki ng, ng Diyos na gusto mong guminhawat umunlad at alam mo kung anong dahilan kung bakit yun ay gusto mo para makilala ang Panginoon, then you don't have to keep watching, listening, observing everything that is happening. In, I mean, ang dapat natin gawin is una, 
ay ma-discern natin kung anong oras, anong panahon, kung saan tayo nandun yan. I mean, like, like the days of Issachar, they were the only ones, they were the only tribe who understand, who discerned kung anong panahonan nila. I mean, hindi po panahon maglustay, hindi po panahon nagpakaangkaang, hindi panahon na magpasala sa init, sala sa lamig. I mean, it was a time to mean business with God, which I believe today, right now, is the time to mean business with God. We cannot play games. I mean, hindi pwedeng paglinggo ay sobra tayong nagniningas and then pagdating ng lunis hanggang biyernes tayo ay maligamgam. I mean, if you're going to be hot, make sure you are hot all week long. If you're going to be hot, then make sure you're going to be hot all, all throughout the years and even the years to come. Amen. So, there's going to be lots of dismantling, although mauudlot ito because we have men's gathering tomorrow, Thursday and Friday, so I don't want to see any ladies tomorrow. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Because Pastora will be here, so... I mean, you can come outside the window. You will be the world outside the window. But next week, do natin paggugugulan talaga ng matindi. I mean, I mean, in fact, we already know some of the scriptures that we are going to talk about because the Bible that I'm going to use is not, it's not just, it does not come fresh from the press. I mean, I'm still using the same Bible from Old Testament days. You know what I mean, Old Testament days? Walter Mark days. <laughs> I'm still using the same Bible. I mean, I'm still using the same Bible since 2016. So, hindi matagal. But I've been using the same Bible. So, even the scriptures that we are going to, lots of the scriptures we're going to be talking about, I mean, are not new. But the reason why it, does, it, it did not have any impact in our life is because there has not, there has not been, there has nothing, no dismantling that had taken place. I mean, you cannot learn new things and keep the old things with you and expect that the new things you've learned will work for you. The Word of God does not work that way. The Word of God does not work that way. Hindi mo pwedeng kuhanin ang bagong kapahayagan, kupkupin, I mean, yapusin pa rin ang dati mong kaalaman, paghaluin ang luma at bago, pagkatapos aasa ka that the Word of God will work for you. It, that's not. That's not, how, that's not how God will work. Nabanggit ko, Joseph is a classic example. Hindi niya binabasa ang stocks exchange. Hindi niya binabasa ang economic na kalagayan. I mean, that has, hindi, yun, hindi yun ang barometer. Hindi yun ang sukatan. Hindi yun ang gauge. Nasasabi niya, I mean, this is going to be a blessed day. This is going to be a blessed year. No. Has nothing to do with the situation. Has nothing to do with whatever is going on. How many of you know that God can prosper you by being, I mean, independent, independently from what is happening around you? I mean, God can prosper you sa, sa lugar kung saan sa tingin mo ay imposible. Well, yun ang gusto, yun ang gusto ang Panginoon, ng Panginoon at doon ang Panginoon eksperto. Pero kung ikaw ay palaging tumitingin sa 
libro mo, palaging tumitingin sa bank account mo, palaging tumitingin sa pitaka mo, palaging tumitingin kung anong nandyan, wala, hindi ka makakausan. Magpapaulit-ulit ka lang. Andyan ka, I mean, minsan ikaw ay nasa taas, andin bababa ka naman, katulad ng economy. I mean, minsan nasa taas, minsan nasa baba. And I don't believe that yun ang, yun ang economic plan ng Panginoon para sa atin. Bago tayo umusad, tanungin muna natin ang ating mga sarili. At mayroon tayong mga kaalaman na dapat natin maintindihan. Kasi, ang, economy, ang economic plan ng Painon is not, is not something new. It's not, it's not something that was, the Lord was trying to hide. Itinatago ng Panginoon. No, I don't think so. As a matter of fact, he, the day He put man on the earth, that plan ay nandoon. So I would like us to go back to the book of beginnings because that is where we're supposed to begin. Genesis chapter 1. We may not literally find from the scriptures the word economy or economics, but then many things in the scriptures ay nagtumutukoy sa pang-ekonomiya or economics. Genesis chapter 1, let's start reading verse 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. Now, the first thing that God did when he created man, he makes sure that man was like him. Now, some Bible scholars believe Nang ibig sabihin at being created according to the image and likeness of God means because God is a spirit that spoke something or everything into existence, He created man in the same way. We were created to bring forth, to speak forth things into existence. We were never supposed to speak about what we see. We are supposed to bring about what we want to see. So, if God is a spirit, man was created as a spirit. And primarily as a spirit, primarily as a spirit, God's function is to bring things to pass. To make things happen. How? By speaking. God brought everything into existence. He saw the world was in chaos and it was dark. They did not talk about darkness. They did not talk about how dark it was. In the middle of darkness, God spoke something. And darkness disappeared. We expect darkness to disappear in our life. But we are still talking about darkness. 
We're hoping that God would one day come and intervene in our situation. But as a speaking spirit, we are speaking things that the Lord did not even spoke. You see, you cannot expect a God result to your situation when you are speaking the demon's words. Hindi ka makakaasa ng resulta na mayroon ka, resulta na galing sa Diyos kung ang palaging lumalabas sa bibig mo ay kung ano ang ginagawa ng Diablo. You expecting this kind of result but then your your words your mouth is, spoke, is, is speaking things contrary to what you wanted to say. I mean, man is confused. And I, of course I would not be surprised if man is not is confused is because I mean what confuses man primarily what confuses man was sin, but we are no longer sinners. I mean we were we were cleansed, we were forgiven. All of our sins has, has vanished, has been taken away from us. But we think the same way. And that's why there has to be lots of dismantling that has to take place. I know we said that we will be talking about this even until towards the end of the year. But I don't think that one month and a half would do this. I mean, think about this. How many years it took you to have the thoughts how many years it took you to think the way you think now? So if you expect that all of these things will be dismantled in one and a half month, I mean, wala kang pagkakaiba sa nag expect ng right now, right now, right now. You see, it took, it took lots of years. At kung tutok, I mean, it retrace natin, it actually started from where you are still in the womb of your mama. Because that's what they said, di ba? I mean, ang tao start learning nasa lupa lang. That's why abortion is a murder. That's why abortion is hindi natutuwa ang Panginoon. Now, kung ikaw ay nag-umpisa na matuto, Magmula sa sinapupunan ng iyong nanay, what have you learned? Which I believe basically what you have learned, even though if, if you were asked during those days, you would never be able to communicate. But ang buhay natin ngayon, kung anong klaseng buhay mayroon ka, ito'y resulta ng kaisipan na mayroon ka nagsimula noon pa man. I mean, you live the kind of life that you live now based on what? Based on the thoughts, ideas, maybe opinion or suggestions or counsel or advices coming from other people previously that you hold so dear to yourself. You are hanging on to it as if your life depends on it. Now, hindi na masiguro lahat na natutunan mo ay masama. But I believe hindi natin pwedeng haluan ang mabuti ng masama. Which I don't think na kaya natin itong gawin sa ganang ating sarili lamang. I believe we really need God, we really need the Holy Spirit because He is the only one that can identify which thoughts, which mindset that are actually stopping us from living a life of abundance and prosperity. 
I mean, like for example, one of the main thing that hinders people from prospering is kung saan sila nanggaling. Anong klaseng pamilya ang kanilang pinanggalingan? I mean, hindi ba alam ni Lord kung anong klaseng pamilya niyang pinanggalingan? Na kaya't dahil alam niya, ito'y ibabaypas niya dahil siya ang gusto, siya ang may kapamaraanan, siya ang may kagustuhan na ikaw ay mag-prosper. But then people say, oh, you just don't know where I came from. You just don't know how, I mean, what grades I was making when I was in grade school and high school. You don't know. I'm, I mean, God knows everything. And He don't need those things. Hindi niya kailangan ang mga bagay na yun para yun ang maging paraan para ikaw mag-prosper dahil ang Diyos mismo ang siyang gagawa. I mean, kung walang paraan, ang Diyos ang gagawa ng paraan para ikaw ay mag-prosper. But the problem is, not only that we have those in our minds, because everything starts from a thought, di ba? Everything starts from a thought, it becomes a word. The word becomes an attitude, behavior. And then your behavior becomes your character. And then your... And then your... <laughs> and then your character becomes your destiny. I mean, kung titingnan natin, you are where you are now based on what were the thoughts you have embraced. And those words becomes your words. And then your words becomes your attitude. Your attitude becomes your character. It is no longer what people think. It's now what you think about you. And then it becomes your destiny. If you think you are poor, you will behave like you're poor. And if, you're beha- if you'll behave like you're poor, then your destiny will be. But that's not even God's designed destiny. So right here, I mean, we have to learn this. I mean, fr- from the very start. You see, what God wants to do in, in our economy, personal, family, church, what He wants to do, it's okay to start with nothing. It's okay to start from the, from the scratch. It's not too late. Oh, but Pastor Tom, time is running out. Ang classmate ko sa kolehiyo na mas mabagal, mahina kaysa sa akin, Nandoon na, nagmamayari na ng ilang company. At mayroon na siyang tatlong multi, multinational company. Ako kahit isang national, kahit registered man lang sa DTI, wala pa ako. Siya ay mayroon na sa SEC. Siya ay mayroon ng registered from many other places in the world. You see, you are not in competition. Hello? Dapat hindi ka alam kung asa na nandoon yung... Ka- Dahil mayroon mga nauna na huli. Ay, Pastor Tom, akala ko ba hindi kompetisyon? Hindi nga. Mayroon mga nauna na huli, mayroon na huli na nauna. It's okay to start from the scratch. Can you begin to look at your life now? 
as nothing. Kasi it's, it's good to start from nothing. It's good, from, it's good to start from the scratch so that when you begin to make something, earn something, you would say, it wasn't me. Absolutely, it was not me. It was God. It was God. Nothing else. Nothing else but God. Now, can you imagine how God, how the Lord will be pleased? Oh, hallelujah. I'm so excited. He just, he just, he just talking like I would talk. He would never say anything I would not say. I would not say. Wow. He's getting it. He's getting it. Nakukuha, nakukuha, na nakukuha. That's what I want. That's what I desire. I mean, the Lord will begin to rejoice over you. Because you are behaving. You are thinking like Him. You are talking like Him. You, are, you have the, the attitude like He has. I mean, your character, God's character becomes yours. And then your destiny is so bright, no matter, what, no matter how dark the world may be. I mean, let's start from the scratch. Let's start from nothing. Although I know it may seem hard to think from the scratch because you already have a thought in your mind. That's why I said there, there has to be lots of dismantling. There has to be lots of pulling down. I mean, we have to unlearn. Oh, this is not, this is not, this is not, hindi naman to ganun kasama. Neutral lang to. Now, I mean, let's start from the scratch. Let's say we have nothing. Totally nothing, absolutely nothing, but God. Let's say it that way. You know nothing? Wala kang alam? You have nothing? You have, you have nothing? No money, no resources, no whatever. You don't have family, you don't have friends, you don't have church, you don't... I mean, I mean nothing. But you have God. How many of you know that it is the most wonderful starting point in life when the only thing you have is God? Ito ang pinakamagandang pasimula. Wala kang iba, wala kang kahit ano, wala kang, wala kang pwedeng ipagmalaki, wala kang pwedeng matukoy na dahil dito, dahil ganun, dahil sa kanya, I mean, maliban lamang sa Diyos. Which, kung tutuusin, yun naman talaga eh. But God, but God, but God, but God, but God was with me, but God was, but God intervened, but God gave me grace, but God gave me wisdom, but God gave me everything, but God gave me the ability, but God gave me the power. But God give me the know. So, the starting point, you might start from scratch. I mean, what we say, scratch means nothing but God. Now, if the only thing we have is God, and we begin to think the same way God thinks, and God has given us 
the responsibility to create. Because another meaning of the word, another meaning of the word being made according to the image and likeness of God is not only that we speak the same thing that God has spoken or a speaking spirit, but He also has given us the ability to create something. Because God is a creator. If we're created in the image and in the likeness of God, that means we have the ability to create something. But, of course, the difference might be with, what, with our creation is we would create something from something, but God created something from nothing. You see, we no longer need to create something from nothing because everything was made already by God. Nanjana. So, if God has given us the ability to create something, what do you think were you able, what do you think you would like to create? Ano ang gusto, anong, anong lilikain mo, anong gagawin mo? Anong huhubugin mo, anong, anong pupurmahin mo? Well, unang-una, if you have nothing, you're starting from the scratch. I believe kung mayroon mang bagay na dapat natin i-create, dapat natin hubugin, dapat natin hulmain, I believe yun na nga ang ating isipan. Which is, gugugulin mo dito ang mas matinding oras kaysa mag-aral ka sa kolehiyo or sa university. As a matter of fact, igugugul mo ang lifetime mo dito. Kasi ang ating isipan ay wala namang, wala namang sala. Tama ba? Sala. Hindi man, I mean, wala namang filter eh. Wala namang filter. We could think good, we could think evil. Ang masamang kaisipan ay pwedeng dumating, ang muting kaisipan ay pwedeng dumating. O kisa na kung pagdating ng masamang kaisipan ay, Oops! I mean, Brother Hagen said, it's okay for a bird na lumipad, dumapo sa ulo mo, pero hindi na okay kung inayaan mo na ang parehas na ibon ay nagtayo ng pugad sa ulo mo. Ang kanyang ibig sabihin is, okay lang na mayroong evil thoughts, ungodly thoughts that would come to your mind. But if you are accumulating, if you are sinasama mo, pinagsasama-sama mo yung mga ganong klaseng kaisipan, hindi na maganda. Which actually, ang stronghold na tinutukoy natin is no longer the thoughts that is coming to us. Ang stronghold na tinutukoy ng Biblia is the thoughts that we, the way of thinking that we already have. And, and I believe that the reason why thoughts are still coming to us and still, I mean, our mind still open to it is because of the stronghold that actually attracts it. What attracts ungodly thoughts, what attracts evil thoughts, what attracts, what attract, I mean, worldly thoughts, manly thoughts, is the stronghold that we have. Kaya no matter what you do, sabihin mo, well, hindi na ako makikinig sa news dahil yun naman talaga ang pangit ang naidudulot sa akin. Gawin mo hindi na makinig sa mga balita. Pero ang problema kasi hindi yung balita eh. Ang problema ay yung stronghold. 
Sana parehas lang tayo nung unang panahon na walang internet. Walang TV. Walang periodiko. Wala sanang magbabalita ng, ng mga masasamang mga bagay. Well, sinabi ng Panginoon that knowledge will increase. So really, there's nothing we can do to stop. There's nothing we can do to stop yung technology na mag-increase. At dahil sabi din ng Biblia, ang kasalanan ay mag increase din. So, hindi tayo magugulat kung bakit ang technology ay ginagamit sa kasamaan kaysa kabutihan. So, there's no way we can stop it. But, that's not, that's not uh, hindi yun ang problema natin eh. Ang problema ay ang na-establess na evil thoughts. Ang natatag, ang naitayo. Na actually, nag-umpisa ito before there was internet, before there was TV, before there was anything else. And so our problem is not the broadcasters. Ang problema natin is the stronghold. Na babalikan natin ang Genesis, but let's go, stronghold ako ng stronghold, ilang bisis ko na yung binanggit. Puntahan natin sa Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1 to 5. Or maybe even 6. Now I, Paul, myself am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am lowly among you, but being absent, I'm bold toward you. But I beg you that when I am present, I may not be bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war against or according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I mean, lots, well, not lots, but ministers has to be blamed because ministers had taught the church that the stronghold that's being mentioned here is like stronghold sa Malacanang. Nandoon yung stronghold sa Malacanang. Kaya puntahan natin, pabagsakin natin, mag, mag, Jericho walk tayo around Malacanang. Well, hindi mo ma-jejerikawak yung Malacanang. Kailangan mong may bangka para maikot mo. So, mag-Noah, mag-Noah boat. You see, we would, we would think na maggawa natin to. Like for example, I mean, mayroon stronghold sa city hall. Or like for example, I mean, lumipat ka ng bahay, na ang bahay na ito ay mayroong, mayroong, like, like for example, 
At minasakir ang family, ang, ang family doon. Tatay, nanay, dalawang anak ay minasakir. So, obviously, walang kahit sino man na mangungupahan sa bahay na yun. Dahil ang paniniwala, nandun yung multo. But you know what? Yung mga ganitong klaseng mga bahay, kadalasan ay nauupahan, nauupahan ng mga churches. So, ang gagawin? Walang mangungupahan. Pero matagal ng furent, matagal ng furent, nilagay na sa newspaper na furent. Wala dahil alam, diyan pinatay ang buong pamilya. Ang kaso ay unsolved pa rin. Ikaw, nagustuhan mo yung bahay. In fact, yung nung ito'y pinakita sa iyo sa loob, I mean, nagandahan, nagandahan ka nagustuhan mo. At mayroon kang naramdaman, nandoon nga, may multo nga. So, magtatawag ka ng kung sino-sinong magdadala ng tubig, <laughs> insenso. But really, I mean, totoo po na mayroon mga fallen angels, mayroon mga fallen spirits. But, if you are a child of God, you can step into a property and say, Devil, I mean, if, if the Lord wants you there, kung talagang gusto ng Panginoon ikaw nandoon, I mean, hindi ka pwedeng mag-co-inhabit with the devil. Whether the devil will have to live or you live or if you want to cohabit with him, then you will be in agreement with him. But the devil will never be in agreement with you. So, I mean, I know it might be a hard thing to do na alisin mo sa isipan mo na ang bahay na ito ay bahay kung saan minasakir. Maaring mahirap. And so other people will have to do the repainting. I mean, pagkatapos samahan pa na mayroong pungsoy na nagsabi, ang pintuan kasi ay nakaharap sa... I mean, kung talaga naman gusto ni Lord na ako'y nandoon sa bahay na yun, that house will be so blessed. That house will become a house of refuge. That house will be... Because it is you who would make, who will determine the kind of house that you want to be in. Not kung anong klaseng bahay ito, o haunted house, horror house. Eh, Pastor Tom, eh, bakit kung maghanap na lang ako, magpatayo na lang ako ng sarili ko? Hindi ba sa maganda? Pero kung iiwasan mo lamang yung ganun, dahil... I mean, pwede naman lumipat yung masamang spirito nandoon sa bahay na itatayo mo. Ipaso Tom, kaya nga ako magpapatawas para hindi lumipat eh. Nandoon na. Ginagawa mo ng ginagawa ni Mang Kipwing. You see, the stronghold is not, hindi po yung nasa loob ng bahay, hindi po yung nasa ilalim ng puno ng mangga o ng baliti. It's in the mind. The Apostle Paul understand it properly. I mean, he understand it so well that he's teaching us what to do with it. Anong dapat natin gawin? Well, he said, for, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. We would talk about ang tindi ng spiritu doon. Well, sabi ni Apostle Pablo, ang tindi ng sandata mo. We keep talking about how powerful the evil spirit that there is sa isang lugar. 
The apostle Paul said, gaano katindi? Ang tindi ng kapangyarihan ng sandata mayroon ka. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Pastor Tor, masabi mo lang yan dahil ang I mean, hindi mo alam kung anong pinagdadaan. Matindi, matinding demonyo yung kinakarap ko. Well, ang sabi ni Apostol Pablo, mas matindi ang, po, ang Panginoon. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. And because it's mighty in God, it can pull down strongholds. It does not matter kung anong klaseng stronghold to. I mean, the madman of gatherings has several thousands of, I mean, demons have possessed him. But it was nothing kay Jesus. In fact, those demons knew that they can be rebuked, they could be cast out ng ganong kadali. And so they tried to bargain with Jesus, but Jesus said, Out! And the legions came out. Hindi si Jesus ang nawala, kundi ang masasamang spirit ang nawala. So if we only know Kaya hindi mo, pwedeng, hindi mo pwedeng sabihin, you are starting from the scratch and you have nothing except God and then you will look at yourself as delikado or panganib or dihado. No! God being with you ay siguradong victory. God on your side. I mean, yun lamang ang kapital, kung sabihin natin. Yun lamang ang kapital ni Joseph. Yun lamang ang kapital ni Jacob. Yun lamang ang kapital ni Daniel, ni Shadrach, ni Meshach, ni Abednego. Yun lamang ang kalang kapital. They don't have nothing but God. And yet, they prospered. And yet, they live in abundance. I mean, I like yung, I mean, ilang bisis ko yung nabasa sabi that God did not remove the Red Sea. Because all that we want to do is tanggalin ni Lord ang problema, tanggalin ni Lord ang difficulties, tanggalin ni Lord ang trials. He's not going to do that. There is trials in the world. There is problem in the world. There are situations in the world. There are circumstances in the world. But the Lord is not going to remove them because if He removed them, then He'll remove you. What God will do is He will split it. He will part it in two, in half, and then you would walk on dry ground. What a greater testimony! You're walking on dry ground. On one side, and jaan yung wall ng dagat, and on the other side, but it cannot stop you. I mean, our prayers, Lord, please remove this. I mean, the Apostle Paul, I mean, you, you might not be the only one, so don't feel guilty because the Apostle Paul said, Lord, could you remove this turn of the flesh? Lord, will you please, God did not remove the thorn of the flesh. Of course, it was not sickness and disease like many other Bible scholars believe. It was not. Listen to me. It was not sickness and disease. It was an angel of Satan. It was a messenger of Satan that was sent to stop the Apostle Paul because of too much revelation that he received from the Lord. How many of you know you become dangerous to the kingdom of darkness when you get so much revelation from heaven? I mean, the devil don't like. Hindi nagawa ng jablo na ikaw ay hindi makakilala sa Panginoon bilang yung personal na Panginoon sa linta kapaglitas. Hindi nagawa ng jablo na ikaw ay pigilan na manati, pumunta sa new life at manatili sa new life. Gagawin niya ang lahat na ikaw ay hindi magkaroon ng kapahayagan na sisira at magwawasak ng lahat ng kanyang plano. Hindi lamang sa buhay mo, hindi lamang sa pamilya mo, hindi lamang sa church, sa negosyo mo, kundi kahit sa ibang tao. And so that's what he will try to do. 
So, ang, ang gagawin ng Diablo, he will let you see things. Ipapakita sa iyo mga, mga bagay-bagay. Kaya hindi ka uunlad. Kaya hindi ka giginhawat. Tingnan mo sitwasyon mo. Tingnan ang pinanggalingan mo. Tingnan mo. Tingnan mo ang nakalipas mo. Tingnan mo ang kapaligiran mo. Tingnan mo ang mga tao. How many of you know that Joseph prospered even though he was the most hated siblings, sons? I mean, you could be the most hated person in your subdivision, in your community, which, I mean, of course, tayo dahil Christian, sabi natin, di ba dapat kaibigan mo ang lahat? I mean, <laughs> hindi po kaibigan ni Jesus ang lahat. Yes, sinners, Jesus was a friend to sinners, but He was not a friend to religious people. The Apostle Paul understands that God is greater. John understood that greater is He who is in us than He who is in the world. We have a song that says, My sin is great, but your love was greater. And there is nothing, there's nobody that can be greater than God. Hey! The weapons that I've got in this warfare, they are not carnal. They are mighty in God. For pulling down the purpose of this might, the purpose of this weapon, the purpose of this ability, the purpose of this power, the purpose of the ability to speak something from nothing, make it into make make it come to pass, is so that I will be able to stop everything that's not in accordance to the will of God to begin to align with the will of God. Pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments. These are all in our thoughts. These are all in our brain. These are all in our way of thinking. These are all, ang lahat ng ito ay nasa ating kukote. Kaya ang pinakamatinding problema natin ay 2 to 3 kilos ang bigat na nasa ibabaw ng ating balikat. Ang mabigat mong problema ay hindi ang asawa mo. Ang mabigat mong problema ay hindi ibang tao. Ang mabigat mong problema ay hindi yung walang kampera. Ang mabigat mong problema ay ikaw ay may sakit. That's not, that's not your biggest problem. Your biggest, your biggest problem is 2 to 3 kilos ang bigat on top of your shoulder. You know what it is? It's this. But even kung ito ang problema natin, binigyan tayo ng solusyon ng Panginoon. Can you imagine, ito lang ay pwedeng pagalawin ang ating buong katawan. But the good thing is we have this weapon. That means we can do it. Yes, we can pull down strongholds. Yes, we can cast down imaginations, arguments. Yes, we can cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the... I mean, 
na sanay tayo. Anak natin hihingi sa atin. Ma, pabilhan mo ko nito. Madalas ang ating sagot sa kanila, wala tayong pera. Wala akong pera. Well, ang, ang katwiran natin is, lumulusot na lang tayo dahil kristyano na tayo. Pero nung hindi tayo kristyano, pag sinabi natin walang pera, wala tayong pera. Ngayon kristyano na tayo, sasabihin natin, anak, wala tayong pera para dyan. Mayroon tayo. I mean, lumulusot na lang tayo. Hindi natin sinasabi, anak, magantay tayo dahil mayroon parating. Hina-highlight natin yung wala tayong pera. Ibig, ibig sabihin, wag yan. I mean, if, if that kind of thought ay mag-crack-crap up sa atin, we all should be able to immediately pull it down. Cast it down. And we should all begin to command. I mean, how many of you know you can talk to your brain? You can talk to your mind. You can talk to yourself. I mean, David did that. When he wrote, when he wrote about being reminded of everything that the Lord has done for him, he was talking to his mind. Because it was in his mind, it was in our mind, it is in our mind that we tend to forget everything that God has done. And so he said, bless the Lord, O my soul. He did not say, Lord, bless my soul. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. He was talking to himself. Normally what we would do, we will ask God, Lord, bless my soul. David said, soul, bless the Lord. And what did he mean when he said, Soul, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. And forget not all His benefits. Forget not what the Lord has done. So when you have forgotten everything, or maybe some of the things that the Lord has done, go back. Be reminded. Let it be a weapon. Let it be a weapon that is mighty in God that will help you pull down stronghold, that will help you cast down that vain imagination. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity. Oh, this thought is not God's. I'll bring it into captivity. This idea is not God's. I bring it into captivity. I will not be held captive by any thoughts that's not of God. I will never be held captive by any idea that's not of God. I cannot be held a captive of any opinion that's not coming from God. I will hold every thought in captivity and make it to be aligned with the thoughts of God. Bringing every thought. David did that. He did not only bless the Lord with his spirit, with his heart, with his soul, with his body, but he was able to bring into captivity the thoughts that does not want to bless God. He, he was able to bring the thought into captivity, the thought that, 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 
I mean, gustong balikan si Lord, sumbatan si Lord. Lord, akala ko ba eh, you made this this way and why, why are these things happening? No. He bring every thought into captivity. Thoughts that are not aligned with the will of God. Thoughts, I mean, thoughts that God would not even think. He brought it into captivity, every one of them, to the obedience of Christ. So he was, I mean, he was somewhat like telling himself, mind, obey God, obey God, obey God, obey God, obey God, obey God, obey God. Because your mind can talk you out of the will of God. I mean, people may try to talk you out of the will of God, but they can only do so much. But, but when you begin to talk to yourself out of the will of God, there you go, tapos ng laban. But David learned. He knew. And so he bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. We have to bring our thoughts. I don't want to be blessed just this much. I mean, millions is never my goal. Why should I even make millions as my goal when there are trillions or gazillions? But I don't, I don't need it as my goal because my goal in life, and I know the purpose and I know the reason why I'm here, is to get people saved. Plunder hell and populate heaven. You see, if we are Christian and if we are a church and are not doing this, then we, I mean, nasisira, sinisira natin ang layunin ng Panginoon. At hindi tayo magpra-prosper. Hindi tayo magpra-prosper. And so, go back to Genesis chapter 1. Because after we were given the ability to speak the same thing, as a speaking spirit, as a creation that was given the ability to create something. Now God said in verse 28, or the word of God said, then God blessed them. Being made, being created according to the image of God means you already have something. Means there's already power in your words. You can speak something into existence. Just like what Romans chapter 4 tells us, speaking, calling those things which are not as though they already are. You don't see healing, but you speak healing. You don't see prosperity, but you speak prosperity. You don't see joy, but you speak joy. You don't see peace, but you see... You speak peace. You don't see strength, but you speak strength. You don't see wisdom, but you speak wisdom. Nanduna. But that was not enough because after that, when they said, Let us make man according to our image and according to our likeness, then God blessed them. What was the blessing that God gave them for? What was the blessing? The blessing was for fruitfulness. That blessing was for them to be fruitful. That blessing was for them to multiply. That blessing was for them to fill the whole earth. The world today should have been filled with Christians. 
and pandemic ay nagpakita if the world was filled with Christians and it shows it is not. Because many Christians had coward. Maraming mga Kristiyano ay tumiklop. Maraming mga Kristiyano ay nagtago. So it, say, it, it shows us that the world is not filled with Christians yet. And that's why, I, I mean, God will do something in acceleration. I mean, He has to make up some time dahil sa negligence, dahil sa delay that man had caused. He has to do something in acceleration, which, I mean, God has the ability to do it. That whatever humanity had accomplished in the past 6,000 years, the Lord will be able to accomplish in six years. But, just like how He did it before, just like how He did it in Bible times, He did it through people. And this time, He's going to do it through the church. Why do you think God would make us according to His image and likeness? And why do you think God would make us or would bless us? Now, the word blessing means empowerment, enablement. Why would even God give you the power? Why would even God give you the ability? Well, it's so that the fruitfulness, the multiplication, the filling of the whole earth, and the subduing and even having dominion over the face of the sea, I mean, over everything. Now, dito natin makikita, right here and there. I mean, you may not see it, but I see economy here. You know why? Because how, how, this is how economy is defined. Economy is defined as the study of humanity's consumption, production, and exchange of goods and services in order to steward King Jesus' creation. That is how economy is defined. Or economics. You look at the word economy in Greek word. You see, that's why it brings us back to here. Because this is what it means. In Greek word, the word economy. The word economy in Greek word means the rules or order of the household. Rules or order. Or sinabing order in the court, order in the house. You're talking about economy. You're talking about bringing something back into the order that God has designed it to be. If your money is out of order, if your family is out of order, if your body is out of order, your economy, the economy will bring it to be in order. So, an economy cannot only be applied with finances. Economy can be applied with life. Because you, you and I were designed by God to rule. How can, how can there be rules if no one would rule? How can, how can there be in, an order if there's no one that would implement order? And the thing is, the Lord had given the church the ability... Now, right now, we may not have the power, but actually we have 
but it, it may not do something to the extent that we would tell the economy of the, of the Philippines to turn around, to have a turning point. I mean, yes, we have the ability, but if you cannot do it in your own personal financial life, why, why should you bother doing it for a nation? That's why you have to start from scratch. Start it with you. Begin to look at the economy. Begin to look at your financial status. Begin your economic status. If you find that your economic, economic status always zero, I mean, palaging lugi, palaging kapos, palaging kulang, palaging sablay, then go back. Go back to where the Word of God tells you you are blessed, you are empowered so that you can set things in order including your finances, including your body, including your family. I mean, as a matter of fact, you can apply this to almost everything. Yes, I said almost everything. If you have an unbelieving husband, you can even use this. If you have an unbelieving wife, if you have an unbelieving children, a I mean, you can use this order in the house. Maliban lang if someone wants to leave the house. The ability to rule and the ability to set things in order is in your territory, not in somebody else's territory. By what, I mean, but, but what, why would you mind other people's territory when you're not minding your own? I mean, that's why, I mean, of course, ginagamit ito na scriptures laban sa ibang tao. That's why you are not supposed to judge others. Hindi mo kailangan tanggalin ang truso na nasa mata ng ibang tao, pero hindi mo natatanggal ang muta sa iyong mata. The word economy in Greek means the rules or order of the household. I mean, the problem with our world today, our world today had now, becoming, had now become lawless. Wala nang pakundangan sa batas, wala nang pakundangan sa mga ordinansa, wala nang I mean, I, I'm talking about being lawless. Be, I mean, yung tinatawag na anarchy ba yun? To its his own. Kung ano ang tama para sa Well, I was listening. When was this? Wait, 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 wait. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Ang math ngayon is not the same way where we learn in school. Diba? Ang math nung tayo nasa school, 2 plus 2 equals 4. Ngayon hindi na. 2 plus 2 equals 7. As a matter of fact, kahit sinong tanungin mo, anong kailang sagot is correct. An attorney said, that's, that's what we are now in. And he said, that is called consent math. Ibig sabihin, kung ano ang palagay mo'y tama, yun na yun. Kahit kung kayo'y nagmagkaiba-iba, I mean, tama. I mean, that's not the word that God has made. I mean, two plus two is not Seven. And you know what? It is so sad, but because this kind of learnings is spreading faster than the gospel. Because they have walk, they have BLM, they have counterculture, they have all kinds, they have LGBTQ, they have all kinds of groups of people spreading all over the world while the church is shut down. 
while the church, while the people could not even go to church because they were told not to gather. While the walk are free to rally and protest. The BLM are free to rally and protest. Now, of course, the good thing is, hindi lang magpapalugi sa Lord, hindi lang magpapatalo. Because, I mean, there are walk pastors. Do you understand what I'm saying? You go ahead and search. Because, I mean, this is a group of people, walk, na pinipinitrate nila ang churches. Inspired by many things. New age. And all other cultic belief. Pinipinitrate nila ang church. And the pastor would even say, I mean, this is, this is a walk mentality. You might, you, might heard, you might have heard this. When a pastor would tell his congregation, if you are not vaccinated, you cannot, you're not supposed to come to church. Why? Does the life of your people depend on the vaccination? Or does the life of your people depend on God? Counterculture. Yung tinatawag na group, another group, yung ipinaglalaban yung equality ng tao. I mean, it's too dangerous because it's creeping into the church. If I will preach and you have something else different from what I preach, I'm okay with you. So the next time, if I will give you the opportunity to say something, then go ahead. You are free to speak. I mean, yes, we have a freedom of expression. I mean, thank God for the, I believe one of the things that protects us, we are being protected by the Constitution, is the freedom of expression. But freedom of expression doesn't mean you have to express whatever you wanted to express. Because there are people are using this Constitution Ang gusto nilang express, ay express nila na sila ibubutubad. Yun ang expression na gusto nilang ipakita sa mga tao. You are free to walk sa kalsada na hubutubad, walang saplot. Well, nung unang panahon, that is illegal. Yan ay kasuklam-suklam. Yun ay kadiri. Kahit nga yung isang taong baliw, dadalhin mo at dadamitan mo. Yung hin- Yung hindi pa kaya. Nagbabaliw-baliwan. And so, I mean, there has to be order. But we cannot put order in somebody else's house, in somebody else's life, if our own is in this array, is in this order. That's why we have to go back. We have to go back and be reminded how the Lord has made you. You did not come from a monkey. Even if you look like one. (laughs) None of us came from a monkey. We did not evolve. We were created. We were made. We were designed by God Almighty. 
And even before he designed us, he already had something in mind. He already had a purpose. He already had the reason. He already know what you are going to be and what you are going to do. Even before you came to know something. We have to go back to Genesis. Hindi natin pwedeng i-redo ang creation. Just like what they are doing, they are trying to redo the Bible. They are trying to redo the church. They are trying to redefine family. Family is not, it's not just composed of father and mother and children. Now they, they, they believe that family is composed of father and father. Mother and mother, as long as they have children. Everything is being redefined by the world. We have to go back to the Word of God. There has to be in order. I mean, in the world, you are rich if you have lots of money. But in the sight of God, you are not rich. You may have all the money in the world, but if you don't have Christ, you are not rich. You are poor. And the sad thing is the church is embracing that kind of mentality. Hirap lang ako. You are better off if you have Jesus in your heart than those who have millions in their accounts. Hallelujah! You see, God blessed us. God empowered us. God enabled us. He has given us. I mean, kung inulit man ito sa Deuteronomy chapter 8, I mean, in the beginning, yun na, yun na ang nangyari. And that's why we are being reminded over and over and over and over again. But we cannot be fully reminded if we do not go back to, on, to how man had begun. You can never, if your pursuit is money, if your pursuit is fame, if your pursuit is power, you will never ever succeed. Because we were designed by God na ang ating maging pursuit, nothing but Him. Because it is through Him that we live. It is through Him that we move. It is through Him that we have our being. Ulitin ko, sabi, I mean, hindi niyo siguro nakuha kanina, naisulat, about the word economics. Economics is the study of humanity's consumption, production, and exchange of goods and services in order to steward King Jesus' creation. In Greek word, the word economy means the rules or order of the household. And in theology, in theology, divine economy is the rules or order of the kingdom of God. That's why dapat natin naunawaan at ini-embrace natin na ang ekonomiya ng kaharian ng Diyos ay hindi parihas ng ekonomiya ng sanlibutan or kahit anong kaharian. You see, it will not work if you are part of the kingdom of God but the rules, the principles the underlying 
I mean, whatever things you do is according to the kingdom of the world. It's not going to work. It will only create problem. And more problem will be created if Christians will do this. Hindi mo nga kailangan i-reconcile. I mean, hindi mo pwedeng i-reconcile. Although, I mean, alam ko, pag i-reconcile mo ang kingdom of God sa kingdom of darkness, you will, have, you will need to have some compromises. And the compromises will be the reason why the power will not be the way it is. There will be, I mean, katulad ng dinadilyot mo. Wala na yung dalisay, kadalisayan. Hahaluan mo ng tubig para mas marami. Para mas maraming makinabang. Ilan po sa inyo ang bumibili ng dishwashing liquid? You don't, you don't use it the way it is, right? You dilute it, you mix it with water. I mean, what, what is the other reason why you do that? Actually, not just, one of, not just one of the other reason, but actually the main reason. It is economical. Diba? Bumili ka lang ng isang galon ng dishwashing liquid, iahalo mo ng isang balding tubig para mas marami, mas matagal. Economical. For economic, I mean, you are not looking, hindi mo tinitingnan ang linis. Wala kang pakalam kung malinis ang yung ginagamitan nito. Ang importante, matagal mo itong ginamit. Right? Balik tayo, balik tayo. Kasi if we want to be fruitful, if we want to multiply, if we want to replenish, if we want to subdue, and if we have to, we should be more interested on the effects of the yung purity ng gospel than mixing it so that it will be palatable and acceptable and become seeker-friendly. That's not the gospel that we want. And that's not the kind of church we are going to be like. Okay. Dahil wala tayo bukas, wala tayo webis. I mean, there is prayer, mayroon prayer. You, you will have to pray. I mean, the, the, the service ng men's will start at 9, but you're going to pray. You have to find a place, I'm going to office. The ladies will be there to pray. But the men will be here at 9. Preparations will be done. We cannot miss prayer. Okay, so, in theology, divine economy is the rules. Anong Tagalog ng rules? Patakaran, alituntunin? Mga patakaran. Mga alituntunin. So, we don't, we don't need anarchy here. We don't need to its his own. Whatever I think is right, whatever other people think, even if it contradicts me, is also right. Yes, 2 plus 2 equals 4 is right, but since ang panahon ay nagbago na, 2 plus 2 equals 7, then right pa rin, tama pa rin. Sana ginagawa niyan sa mga board exam. <laughs> Para ang ibig sabihin, Sabihin nila nila, lahat kayo'y nakapasa. 
Sa totoo lang, dito lang naman talaga sa Pilipinas ang napakaraming board exams. Sa ibang mga lugar, pag natapos mong engineering ng limang taon, engineer ka na. Dito sa atin, pag natapos mong anim na taon, architecture, architect ka na. Dito, kailangan mo pang mag-take. Siguro darating ang panahon, wala nang board exam. Pag nakapasa ka, may diploma ka na, yun na yun. Pero ang problema, ito'y mag-create ng gulo. Dahil kung ikaw ay mahin- kung hindi ka masyadong assertive na tao, mau-overpower ka ng mga taong very assertive. Di ba, mayroong mga taong, ang gusto mong magsalita, hindi ka makapagsalita dahil ang nagsasalita ay mas matapang magsalita kaysa sa'yo. So, suppressed, habang ang iba ay malaya, ang iba ay suppressed. How many of you know na ang human rights is not actually human rights at all? Hindi po patas ang human rights eh. Because ang sabi lang, ang human rights ay kung ito'y tama sa'yo, gawin mo, tama yun. Kahit kung ikaw ay nananagasa, kahit kung ikaw ay nagbabiolate ng rights ng ibang tao. That's not human rights. If, if I have a right, it should not hurt any other human rights. So there has to be order. The rules in our economy must be set. Ano ba ang rules mo? Ano ba ang mga prinsipyo na pinanghahawakan mo? Well, I have listed three dito, but... Okay, tingnan natin. Tatlong importanteng bagay. Pagdating sa economy. Number one, ito'y ito, ito, ito sistema ng Panginoon. I mean, this is God's, this is God's economic system. At ang economy ng Panginoon, ang sistema ng economy ng Panginoon ay nakasalalay sa tatlong bagay. Hindi ko na elaborate itong tatlong ito, but we might balikan natin ito next week. Una, the economic system of God's divine economy is number one, stewardship. Stewardship. Number two, Pangalawang sistema ng ekonomiya ng Diyos ay yung tinatawag na personal policy. Personal policy of the kingdom of God, not sa isang opisina, not sa isang kampanya. Ano ba ang palisiya ng Painon? Now, ang personal, personal policy ng isang company is mayroon kang job description. Right? Meron kang job description. Pero sa kingdom of God, that's not the way it is. In the kingdom of God, your personal policy is can you show a fruit of your life? Meron ka bang bunga na ipinapakita? It's, it's not that you are assigned there, you are assigned, and this is your job description. I mean, of course, wala namang masama yung mayroon kang job description, but That's not the policy in the kingdom of God. That's not the kingdom of God pinapatakbo. Lastly, number three. 
Ang sistema, now, sinabi natin yung number one, na sistema na nagpapatakbo ng kaharian ng, ng ekonomiya ng Panginoon ay stewardship. Pero ang pangatlo ay dapat mayroon tayong lumalawak ang ating pag-unawa dahil actually, yung divine economy ng Panginoon is actually has something to do with ownership. If the system of God's divine economy is its stewardship, you don't totally binabaliwala mo yung ownership because God said, whatever I have, you have. Whatever is mine is yours. Now, of course, you will not understand ownership not until you understand stewardship. Because our ownership with whatever God said is ours is directly connected to us having or being poor in the Spirit. has something to do with being poor in the Spirit, which means, Lord, I have nothing of my own, but whatever I have, they all come from you, and it's mine. Nagmamayari ka dahil kinikilala mo na sa buhay mo yung wala kang pagmamayari. Dahil ang Diyos mismo ang nagsabi sa iyo ito. Ito'y, ito'y malaking pagkakaiba sa mundo na mayroong mga tinatawag na private ownership. Ito talaga'y bigay ni Lord sa iyo. What about, I mean, like for example, Salvation. Is it yours or not? Are you just a steward of salvation? Or is it really yours? It's mine. Every day I wake up in the morning, salvation is mine. I lay down in bed to sleep, it's mine. I mean, I am a steward because I am sharing it with others. About healing. I mean, we said healing belongs to me. We said healing is mine. Is it really yours or is it God's? If God gave it to me as an inheritance, then it's mine. And because I'm not just the owner of it, I am, I am a steward. That means I have to share it with other people. And the Bible tells us, ng nag-iisang requirement sa isang steward. A steward is required to be faithful. You don't stop being a steward because you are now blessed so much. I mean, you, you, you're so blessed. So much more, I mean, above and beyond. No, you're still a steward. You don't stop being a steward because you are now powerful. You are now sitting on, sitting on the throne. You, are, you have now everything you have dreamed of. No, you're still a steward. We are stewards of the things that we have now and we know that later will be gone. But we take property of what we have now, but even on the other side, we will still have. Tinitingnan natin na tayo katiwala sa mga bagay-bagay na mayroon tayo ngayon. 
Pero darating ang panahon nito mawawala sa atin. Pero tinitingnan natin na tayo ay pagmamaya, nagmamayari sa anumang pinagkaloob ng Panginoon sa atin ngayon. Ngunit kahit pagdating sa kabilang buhay ay atin pa rin. I mean, you are not saved today and then when you go to heaven, you are no longer saved. <laughs> you are not healed today and then later on when you get to heaven, you are no longer healed. You are not prosperous today and then when you get to heaven, you are no longer prosperous. Although, ang prosperity sa mundo kasi ay sinusukat ng pera, bagay, material, but we will all leave them behind. You see, we, we know that we know that prosperity is more of a mentality than just a reality. Well, actually, prosperity and poverty is more of a mentality than just a reality. If you see prosperity because you have lots of money, be careful. Because if the person that has lots of money has a poverty mentality, he actually is poor. It is a mentality more than just a reality. Praise the Lord. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you as our master teacher, the revealer of truth. And we know that everything that you are teaching us are hindi po acceptable sa aming line of thinking. Dahil hindi po ganun kami sinanay. Hindi po ganun kami nahubog. And we thank you, Lord God, that we are not just going to learn these new things, which for you, nothing is really new. I-embrace namin ang mga bagong katuruan, kaisipan na ito, samantalang yayapusin pa rin namin ang luma. No, we're not going to do that, Lord. We'll let go of old thoughts. We'll, we'll let go of old learnings. I mean, just like what Jesus said, ay hindi po pwedeng ilagay ang new wine sa old wine skin. Something will burst, something will explode, something will be destroyed, something will be ruined. And that's not us, that's not the church, that's not our family, and that's not our economy. Lord, it may take lots of work in order for us to dismantle, to pull down, to cast down every thought, every imagination, everything, everything we have learned in the past that is not aligned to your word. But we thank you that we can bring our thoughts into captivity to the obedience of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I know ang prosperity namin begins when we are no longer conformed to this world, but we are being transformed by your word through the renewing of our mind. For right there and then, we will know what is that good, what is that acceptable, 
And what is that perfect will of God? Lord, we are not settling for good. We're not settling for acceptable. We are heading on towards the perfect will of God in our life. Spirit, soul, and body, materially, financially, relationally, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, who is actually the spirit of the Lord. Have your way, have, do whatever you wish. Help us, Lord God, to use the weapon that you have given us. You have empowered us. You have enabled us. You have blessed us beyond measure. There is actually nothing that we cannot do with your power, with your blessing. There is, no, no, no. There is nothing we cannot do. Yes, we can cast down vain imagination. Thank you, Lord God, for helping us be able to discern. I know we don't need to be a rocket scientist in order for us to know ungodly thoughts between godly thoughts, evil thoughts and good thoughts. Hindi namin kailangan maging matalino, but by the Spirit of God, we know that whatever ungodly, whatever evil, whatever bad, whatever old should be gone and should be gone forever. And whatever is new will find its place in our mind, in our heart, and in our life. And with that new, Lord God, we thank you that we can start afresh, even from scratch, even from nothing. There might be nothing today, but as long as... We have God with us. We might be starting from the scratch, but as long as we have God with us, we will grow, will increase, will multiply until we replenish the earth, until we subdue, until we are taking dominion so that not only our financial matters and our life is being set in order, but even our families, even our church, even other people's families, even other people's church, I mean, your body, the body of Christ, and even it goes, it can go even to the entire nation. Just like the nation of Egypt was blessed because Joseph had set everything in order. It had to start with him, next to his family, brothers, and then to the nation na hindi niya sarili. Bansa na siya'y dayuhan. Lord, we are all foreigners here. We will not stay a Filipino citizens forever. But we know we are citizens of heaven. And because we are citizens of heaven, we are just foreigners here. And as foreigners, we have received a mandate coming from you to set everything in order. Not just in the realm of the spirit, but even in the economic realm. Even in the economic realm. Where there is no lack, 
where there's no scarcity, where there is no poverty, where there is no one is struggling with finances because there is so much abundance. Father, we thank you. I pray that the word will be established in our hearts. And with this word that is established in our heart, this is, these are the words that we are going to use so that our mind will be renewed. We promise that we will do this as long as we live. We are not going to take this lightly because this matters has something to do with the salvation, not just of one nation, but the nations of the world. You've told Abraham that I will bless you. Whoever blesses you, I will bless. Whoever curses you, I will curse. But I will bless you so that you will become a blessing to all nations. Lord, we thank you that that same promise you made to Abraham is ours. That covenant that you have made and established with Abraham is the same covenant that we have with you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Curse will no longer have any hold in any of our lives. We've been redeemed from curse. At ang isang form ng curse that came into the world is poverty, lack, and scarcity. We're not there anymore. We've been redeemed from it. We are now beginning in this journey that we have never stepped into before. It is a journey of prosperity. It's not a journey to prosperity. It is a journey of prosperity. Because with the realization that we already have been redeemed, that means we are redeemed. That means we are not going to be redeemed. That means we already are. And so the journey of prosperity begins now until we see Jesus face to face. We shall never suffer lack ever again. We shall never be broke another day in our life. Because money is coming to us. Coming into our account, Personally, family, as a church, business-wise, Lord, it's coming, it's flowing, it's flowing, it's flowing. It is coming from all different directions, and there's no stopping to what you are doing, Lord God. And you're doing things in acceleration. You don't have that much time. You don't have another 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, or even 100 years. But I believe, Lord God, that what you're going to do between now until we see Jesus face to face will be so drastic, will be so in acceleration, mind-blowing.
mind-blowing. But it's all because you find people, your people, walking, living, thinking, talking the way you are. We bless you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or even at our website, newlifesanterosa.com. This is Pastor Tom Molina. Join us again next time. We love you. Bye-bye.